Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hello, this is Rory with the Love Chat, and today's topic is no contact reminders. Now, this is video number 177. If you have a question you'd like for me to consider featuring on the Love Chat, please write it in a comment below. And if you enjoy my content, I'd be very grateful if you'd subscribe and hit like. If you'd like to do a Skype or email coaching, just visit my website, thelovechat.net slash coaching. Now then, because I create such a large scale of content, at this point, 177 videos, um, it's easy for some of the videos that I've created to get lost in the background. So I create this video, one that I've covered before, for the new people who are going to find my channel, and perhaps as a refresher to those of you who have been with my channel for a while, but maybe forgot some of the finer points of no contact, and the reason behind why we do no contact. It's important to remember that most people that I speak with don't really go back and look at the ancient videos that I created a year and a half ago. They really only look towards the new ones, and that's what the YouTube algorithm shows the new people. So this is more of a reminder to everybody going through the no contact period of what exactly we're supposed to do. And we will answer a couple of questions in the comments. So if you have questions about no contact, please write them in a comment below. I will get to them. And uh, as long as your questions are aimed towards no contact... That way, everybody reading them can get help from your question. I will be sure to answer it. Um, I'd like to get to all the questions, but it's just impossible with so many thousands of people, and there's only one of me, and there's only so many hours in a day. So, let's talk about no contact. You do no contact when somebody breaks up with you, and you are not being given a situation that works for you. So this comes in many different forms, right? Maybe it's just a regular breakup. Maybe a crush told you that they don't want to be with you. Maybe it's a situation where you're on a break and you're wanting it to be turned around. These are all instances of no contact. If you're not sure and maybe no contact doesn't work for your situation, you're not 100% sure, my suggestion to you would be to ask yourself if the situation that you find yourself in is a healthy one for you. Because if it's not, that means it doesn't work for you and you should be in no contact. How long does no contact last? No contact is indefinite. Forever. Until the end of time. Why do we do no contact? The easy answer is because no contact is for you. It is not a weapon to get your ex back. It never was supposed to be. But because people are so emotionally afflicted, all they can think to do are different tactics to get their ex back. They're not really thinking about improving themselves at first because at first, you're panicking because you lost your ex. So you go into no contact to use this time for several reasons. A, it will help you begin acting from an emotionally neutral and normal place. Maybe not 100% of the way, right? It's going to take a couple of months to heal for sure, sometimes even a year. But what you're doing now is you're focusing on yourself, you're meditating, journaling, exercising, all of the stuff that I always talk about. And you're allowing this to make you feel a bit more relaxed, a bit more easygoing, a bit more at peace, instead of the anxious mess that you would be if you were contacting your ex and hoping it worked out because you realize knocking down their door trying to get them to go with what you want is not what's going to work 
In previous videos, I've used an example of you going to a mall and walking past one of those kiosks where they're selling perfume and having the person run up to you and try and get you to buy some perfume and spray some on you and you keep politely rejecting, saying, no, thank you, I'm not really here for that. I appreciate it. I don't wear perfume or whatever it might be. And they keep insisting, oh, come on, come on, you want this. Here's why you want this. Let me sell you on this. Well, the more that they try and sell you on it, the less likely you are to want to buy it. That's what you're doing with no contact. If you're reaching out to your ex constantly and trying to convince them to buy you, they're not going to want to be with you. So you back away. You focus on yourself. You take care of your mental health. You go into a period of healing. And a byproduct of that is that your ex will miss you more. So people always get why they're supposed to do no contact, but it's hard. How do you stick with no contact? What about when I feel like I'm going to break it because I'm in an emotional state and I don't think I can control myself? It's a very valid question. For this, I recommend a no contact contingency plan, right? So what does that mean? That means I want you near your phone or your room or whatever it might be to have a list of things that you can do instead of breaking no contact. So maybe this is going out with a friend. Maybe this is you leaving your phone at home and going out for some Starbucks or to your favorite bookstore or something like that. Maybe it's taking a cold shower or heading to the gym. Maybe it's putting the latest entry into your journal. But you'll want to have a contingency plan, a list of things that you can do instead of breaking no contact. So the question after that, and I guess this is in no particular order, is, well, why do I have to wait for them to reach out to me? I mean, I want them back, and I need to do something, right? The idea of doing something has been pretty much installed in your brain from the time that you were born, right? You go to the gym, you do something at the gym, you exercise, and you are rewarded with a healthy body. And I talk about this in my book. You go to school, and you do something at school, a.k.a. you study, and you are rewarded with better grades, which means you're rewarded with a better job. And yet, this isn't one of those situations where you can do something to them to change their mind. Because the more that you try and change their mind, the opposite effect will happen. They'll be more adamant. Why? Because you're not listening. They're telling you they need something, and you are rejecting them from that thing. When you tell somebody they can't have something, they want it more. Because the difference between your ex and school or the gym is that school doesn't have a choice. You go there and you study and you become smarter. The gym, it doesn't have a choice. You go to the gym, you work out, you become stronger. Your body can't say, eh, I'm not going to become stronger. No thanks. Your mind can't say, I'm not going to become smarter. No thanks. You can choose to not become stronger. You can choose to not become smarter when you apply yourself. But you cannot choose what your ex does. Your ex is a person with free will. You cannot make them want you back. What you can do is make yourself the most attractive option. And that starts with backing away and remembering that when you first found your partner, you won them by not needing them. You grew to need them. The situation in the relationship changed to the point where you said, hey, I want to be with you forever and you're the only thing that's going to make me happy and I'm going to stop hanging out with my friends and stop having my own life, etc. I understand not every situation is this, but the majority of them are. And so it's important for you to realize that when you met your partner, you did not need them. So what changed? You did. And perhaps they did as well. But we're not talking about them because we can't control them. But you can control you. You do have power over what you do. So the next question comes down to, what about holidays, right? What about my birthday? What about their birthday? What should I do? Should I reach out? What, what if there's a death in the family? 
So my answer on this has changed a bit because I've just sat and considered and thought about different things that we can do. Um, This is regarding specifically if there's a death in their family. Here's what I would suggest if there's a death in their family, somebody that's close to them, not their, I mean, you know, a death at all is sad, but if if they're talking about their father's, uncle's, sister's, mother's dry cleaning lady, uh, you know, you don't reach out. If they're talking about somebody close to them, somebody who raised them, a sibling or a cousin or whatever the context might be, the classy move is not to reach out, but to send a nice bouquet of flowers with a card addressing the family rather than addressing your partner specifically. That's the classy move, because you're showing I am sorry that this has happened to you. I am here for you in thought and spirit. However, it is still not healthy for me to be talking to you because that's going to damage my mental health during a time where I need to focus on my mental health. So regarding the death context, I think that that's fine. It's a classy move. Let them know that you're thinking about them. But if we're talking holidays or birthdays or anything like that, nope, don't do it. Don't reach out. They broke up with you. Why would you reward them with the gift of your time if they broke up with you? Nothing shows a greater disrespect to yourself than to continually involve yourself in someone else's life when they looked at you and said, I'd rather be without you. Let's just be friends. Don't worry about the four years we just spent together. We can be friends now. It's okay. It doesn't work for you. And it's a lie. It's a sham. You don't actually feel that way. You want to remain their friend because you're afraid of losing them. You're afraid of not talking to them. No contact is scary. And every one of your emotions is saying, don't do this. This doesn't make sense. Why are you going away from them? We want to be with them. So why are you going to spend time away from them? How's that going to win them back? I get it. No contact is scary. But you can do it. And it does work. And you guys have seen success stories. Whenever I do a live stream, those are coming back, by the way. Just give me another week or two. But whenever you guys see the live streams, you'll always see somebody come in and say, oh, hey, I'm meeting up with my ex next week. Or a YouTube comment where you see, hey, my ex reached out and we're back together. Or, hey, I feel a lot better now. This self-help stuff is pretty crazy. What an idea. I never thought about working on myself would make me happier. It's important for us to realize when we're being a little ridiculous. And sometimes... And I'm going to slowball this, okay? I want you guys to really consider what I'm saying here before you get angry. Sometimes we create a worse breakup than it has to be. I'm not saying breakups don't hurt. I would never insult you guys by saying that. But what I am saying is that sometimes we make a pain that's at a 5 and make it a 7. Or make it an 8. Because we need to feel bad. Because we're not sure what else to do. We need to feel as though we have been wronged. Because we're not sure what else to do. I say this to you. If you follow no contact and focus on yourself and your health and your healing, your attractiveness, you will feel better and you will be more attractive and you will be in a better standing to win your ex back. Now, we're not doing it to win your ex back, but like I said earlier, it's a byproduct. So I'm going to end the video here. And what I want you guys to do is if there's any questions regarding no contact, let's get them in the comments. If it's questions about your specific situation that's not really going to help many people, I'm probably not going to answer it because we need to focus this video on the no contact questions, the frequently asked questions about no contact, and I'm going to replace this video on my homepage so that when brand new people see my channel, they're going to go, oh, cool, hey, no contact all in one place, because I have talked to way too many people this week who thought that no contact was a 30-day affair, and we cannot have that. Our job is to make sure that people know how to do this correctly, and how to do this in a way that's non-manipulative and healthy. So, that's all I had for today.
If you found my video helpful, I'd be very grateful if you'd subscribe and hit like. Please leave a comment below and tell me what topics you want me to cover in the future. Additionally, if you'd like extra videos every week, private live streams with me, and free giveaways of my best-selling book, just visit my Patreon. Patreon.com slash TheLoveChat. Until next time.